morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, August 5th. Here's a quick bit of TV trivia for you. On this date in 1957, a legendary television show devoted to music made its network debut. Can you guess what show I'm talking about? You've definitely heard of it. I'll have that answer coming up. But let's jump right over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your forecast. And good Friday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Sovine. Warm, muggy, and a small chance of rain out the door this morning. Carry the umbrellas just in case. 70s around 80 degrees first thing. We go in the mid to upper 80s by lunchtime. And once again, like this morning, keep the umbrellas close by. We're going to see the best rain chance this morning near the coast and then moving farther inland during the afternoon. That should leave us pretty dry once we get into this evening. High temperatures today around 90 degrees. High temperatures tomorrow and Sunday around 90 to the low 90s as well. High temperatures at the beaches in the upper 80s. Looks like a nice weekend to get outside. Just keep in mind there could be a couple of showers and storms. Rain chance 30% this weekend. Goes down a little bit next week as high temperatures climb towards the mid 90s by Wednesday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And here is a look at your morning headlines. A total of $3.6 million in federal money will be spent by the state to make bicycling and walking in downtown Charleston safer. Yes, Live 5's Ray Arena shows us some of the changes the state is looking to do. The South Carolina Department of Transportation says four streets in downtown Charleston are among the most dangerous in the state. And with this new plan, they're looking to cut down on crashes on the peninsula. In the past eight and a half years, the department says there have been more than 180 crashes on King, Meeting, St. Philip, and Calhoun streets involving bicyclists and pedestrians. Four of those crashes were fatal. The department says the proposed changes will be funded through the federal government's Highway Safety Improvement Program. One of the changes will be to shrink King Street down to one lane, starting from Calhoun down to Broad Street and adding bike lanes. State officials are also looking to install high visibility crosswalks and rapid flashing beacons on all four streets. They also want to study street lighting on St. Philip and Calhoun streets and adjust how stoplights work at some intersections. I'm really pleased to see a lot of these um, changes being proposed, especially by SCDOT. I think um, these uh, improvements will do so much to help all of us share these spaces downtown better and more safely. The plan is to start construction in late 2023, and it will take about a year to complete. You can read more about the plan on Live5News.com. In the control room, Ray Urena, Live5News. 
Well, South Carolina's governor has announced a new partnership between the South Carolina Department of Public Safety and Darlington Raceway. Governor McMaster made that announcement yesterday at a news conference. His main message, safe driving. Highway Patrol says they have had 182 fatalities since Memorial Day. Last year, there were 213 fatal crashes from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Colonel Chris Williamson with the Highway Patrol says the top causes of fatalities speeding, driving under the influence, and not wearing that seatbelt. The State Highway Patrol calls the 100 days between Memorial Day and Labor Day as the deadly days of summer. The Federal Bureau of Investigation conducted a maritime exercise in the Charleston area this week. A search and rescue training was conducted in many of the low country's waterways, including the Charleston Harbor and off the coasts of Kiowa Island and Sullivan's Island. Specially trained agents used their rescue skills to help role players who simulated distressed, drowning, and injured victims. This included using a Black Hawk helicopter and surf rescue jet skis. After a year-long closure for renovations, the Charleston County Public Library Mount Pleasant branch is reopening tomorrow. Those renovations consisted of upgrades to the interior, added technology, furniture, and more. Lauren Quinlan joins us live this morning. And Lauren, tell us more about these renovations and the cost of this particular project. Good morning. Good morning. The renovations were part of a referendum-funded project passed in 2014 worth $108.5 million. The money is being used to build five new libraries and renovate all existing Charleston County branches. To, sell, to welcome the community to the newly renovated library, a ribbon-cutting ceremony will be held at 9 a.m. tomorrow at the location on Mathis Ferry Road. Chris Johnston with the Charleston County Public Library says the staff is excited to show the community the new updates. It includes a teen space with gaming systems and a place to do homework, a children's room for the younger ones with educational computers, and added technology for all to use. Johnston says as the community continues to grow and evolve, the library is doing so with them. It's just offering more access, you know, whether that's through access to laptops and uh, classes on learning how to use uh, Microsoft and Excel and, and, you know, anything that people would need for workforce development. Uh, we're also aimed at, you know, helping with educational success for students. Anyone living in Charleston County has free access to this library branch. Out-of-county residents will have to pay a $40 annual pass to use this library. At the ribbon cutting, there will be many different activities for people of all ages. And if you're interested in more that they have to offer, click on this story on Live5News.com. Reporting live in Mount Pleasant, Lauren Quinlan, Live5 News. All right. Thanks so much, Lauren. Well, the mayor of Mount Pleasant says he is stepping back from some public events and meetings. Mayor Will Haney issued that statement yesterday, letting the public know about recent medical symptoms that he has been experiencing. He says he's been seeing doctors over the past week. The issues, he says, are not life-threatening or COVID-related. He'll be wearing a heart monitor, but doctors say he should be back to normal very soon. The North Charleston Police Department has charged a third man in connection to a shooting in June that left one person dead and another hurt. Derwin Lucas has been charged with murder, attempted murder, and possession of a deadly weapon during the commission of a violent crime. Antonio Odom and Trayvon Drayton Faber are also facing charges in connection to the shooting. Both men are facing the same charges as Lucas. 
The Beaufort County Sheriff's Office has arrested a man in connection to an apartment shooting in Bluffton. 34-year-old James Williams is facing multiple charges, including attempted murder. Deputies responded to the Vista View Apartments just before midnight last Friday following reports of shots fired. That's off Hagler Boulevard and May River Road. Now, deputies say witnesses told them a man identified as Williams was in an argument with a woman and then hit her. The witness intervened, and that's when Williams is accused of firing at him. The woman later turned up at a hospital with a gunshot wound to the leg. Well, it's now up to a judge to determine the future of our state's death penalty. Attorneys for three death row inmates claim the state's current methods of execution are unconstitutional and they're suing South Carolina over it. The South Carolina Department of Corrections says it's been unable to obtain the drugs needed to carry out lethal injection. Last year, the state legislature brought back the use of a firing squad. That lawsuit claims both methods of execution are cruel, unusual, and corporal punishment. A plaintiff witness testified earlier that people feel that pain for a brief period, though witnesses for the state testified to the contrary. The Eighth Amendment does not guarantee a prisoner a painless death, something that, of course, isn't guaranteed to many people, including most victims of capital crimes. The judge says she'll deliver a written ruling in the next 30 days as required by the state Supreme Court. Regardless of the ruling, the non-prevailing side is very likely to appeal it to the state Supreme Court. Well, the city of Charleston kicking off back-to-school season with its annual first day festival this Sunday. The city says the hope and goal of this festival is to show students that they care about their education. Molly McBride spoke to the city about what we can expect from this year's festival and joins us live. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. The event is this Sunday from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Gilliard Center and at the South Carolina Aquarium. I spoke to Mindy Sturm, the director of the Mayor's Office for Children, Youth and Families, who says this is a great opportunity to gear up for the school year. Sturm says at the Gilliard they will have free school supplies and a free farmer's market. They will also have community resource vendors, including CCSD, who will be providing free immunizations. Down at Liberty Square by the South Carolina Aquarium, they will have a kid zone. And during the hours of the festival, the aquarium will be free. Sturm says she feels the festival is a great way to show kids they care and to show the community how they can be a part of the education system. I feel as though everyone in the community um, can play a role and take part in making sure that our, our children are successful and, and that benefits everyone. She says they will be providing free parking at the Gilliard in South Carolina Aquarium garages. Reporting live, actually, sorry, the parking is going to be $1.00. Reporting live in Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Thanks so much, Molly. Well, if you do plan on heading over to the First Day Fest, be sure to come by and stop by the Live 5 table. Talk to us. Aisha will be there from 1 to 2.30. I'll be there from 2.30 to 4, so come say hey. At the top of the show, I mentioned a legendary TV show that made its debut on this date in 1957. That historic broadcast featured Dick Clark. The show was American Bandstand. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Lonnie Anderson is 77. Actress Maureen McCormick, you know her as Marsha from The Brady Bunch. She turns 66. Actor Jonathan Silverman is 56. And Grey's Anatomy actor Jesse Williams is 42. Thanks for starting your day with us. 
All of us at Live 5 News hope you have a great weekend. For Morning Y'all, I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.